Hey there, this is John, and I want to take a quick minute to let you guys know about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. You don't even have to do anything. Your podcast will be heard on Spotify, Apple, Google, and many more listening platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now back to the show. Starts. Okay, we are live and good to go, so yeah, go ahead, Tim, whenever you're ready. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Armbar Audio. I am not joined by my trusted companion, John Kearns, today. Instead, of course, you all know him as the Nerdy Mark. He comes all the way from Dallas, Texas. What is... By way of... India. Yep, they Sam, just. Uh, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, they just uh, they just uh, imported me from India last night. So, anyway, um, but yeah, uh, excited to be here uh, on this prediction, not prediction, this review show for NXT Takeover in your house, not mine or Tim's. It's your house. So this is uh, was actually an absolutely uh, amazing show. Um, what did you think about it so far, Tim? Uh, I mean, just like every other takeover, it, uh, it it delivered exactly what I wanted it to, and um, never disappointed in a takeover. Mm-hmm. Um, I was having internet issues, so I did not get to see first match, but I did see the highlights after. Okay. Uh, but everything was really good. Um, can't say that any, there was one match that the outcome was not what I foresaw, but that's okay. Right. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get to that for sure. Um, for me, I think the, the night was uh, pretty good. I'm uh, not going to lie. Bit of a rough day today. Just kind of emotionally but this uh event made me feel better so that's good uh (laughs) but with that being said let's dive right in to our matches so the first so we opened nxt takeover in your house with the six man tag match bronson reed the north american champion teaming up with the current nxt tag team champions msk to take on Legado del Fantasma. This, you know, okay, this is weird. <laughs> I saw on Twitter some some dude tweeted saying, "Oh, get ready for a real wrestling show with no indie flips and something, some bullshit like that." I'm like, "Are you kidding me? What are you watching?" Because this match had all the flips and all the you know indie flips and all the vanilla midgets doing the spot monkey shit, and I loved it. It was so good. <laughs> So did the main event, and so you could even say Cameron Grimes. 
Yeah, for sure. So I don't know what he was talking, what they were talking about. But either way, this was a very solid opener. Very, very uh, hot and you know just absolutely amazing stuff. All six men are fantastic. Um, I would I would dare say that uh, Santos Escobar and Legado del Fantasma are kind of slept on. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I think that personally they should have the tag team titles by now, but it is what it is. So, but overall, man, uh, I thought this was good stuff. I mean, Bronson Reed, absolutely. Like it was, I loved how um, Santos Escobar was kind of playing the heel, kind of like the chicken shit heel, where he was just scared of Bronson Reed and he was tagging in uh, a Mendoza and Wild, so he can, so he doesn't have to deal with, um, uh, so he doesn't have to deal with. Uh, 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 Fuck. Uh, Bronson Reed. Bronson but Reed. Thank he ended you. up having to deal with them because uh, a few weeks ago on NXT, Reed splashed him into CWC's uh, hockey like uh, barriers. Yeah. But uh, today he put him through it. So that was pretty rad. Yeah. And I liked, I really liked the. Uh, the team of Reed and MSK wearing uh, similar attire mm-hmm. instead of wearing like their individual attire. Uh, I thought yeah. that was really cool. Uh, the end where MSK hit their finisher and then Reed hit the big splash. That was fantastic. Uh, I don't think Santos Escobar slept on. I do feel like Joaquin Wild and Mendoza have not been given their flowers yet. They do deserve a tag team title run at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but we heard from two guys who are good, are in the tag team division and um, who I think will be the next tag team champions. Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa oh, yeah. cut a hell of a fucking promo. Uh, these two guys you do not want to fuck with at all. No. And, and, like, if you watch their promo and you don't feel like these are two guys who can rip you apart, then I don't know why you're watching anymore. Yeah, I mean... Uh, but but going back to the first thing you said about the comment about real wrestling, I don't know what that means. Aside from, if you want to watch real wrestling, you should be watching high schoolers and colleges and the Olympics, because when you're talking about professional wrestling, everything is real wrestling. Get that through your thick nerd skulls. Well, anyway, don't insult nerds. Oh, I'm just kidding. But yeah, no, no, I, I, no, I understand what you're trying to say, and uh, I am really excited for the uh, tech. The I keep wanting to call it Texas Tornado, but it is just a tornado tag team match. Uh, between Thatcher and Champa versus GYV, so it's you know I, I joke, but I but I call it the grizzled young veterans versus the grizzled old veterans. But Champa and Thatcher aren't really that old, so you know, that analogy doesn't. Yeah, really they're just Champa's just gray, man. I got some gray hair. I'm not old. Yeah, I have like one somewhere here. I know you can't really see it, but I do have one. Anyway, um. So, at the end, yes, the champions do retain. I think that was the right call. Um, I don't think MSK or Reed need to lose it just yet. Their their title runs are still kind of 
at the infant stage, as it were. So uh, hopefully at some time down the line, though, I wouldn't mind seeing Escobar getting the the North American title. Maybe not off of Bronson Reed, but maybe after whoever takes it off of Bronson Reed. Um, and MSK, definitely, if they drop it to uh, Wild and Mendoza, I would, I'd be fine with that too. Because I still think that all these factions, I would love to see a fa you know all factions kind of have a moment where they hold all the gold. They did it with Undisputed Era. I want them to do it with uh, Legato as well. You know, let let them be. I can like, totally yeah. see Legato being called up before that happens. Yeah, they probably will. They've, they've done that with other tag teams, uh, like um, Lucha House Party. First cast, cast and Enzo. They never yeah. held NXT gold. They got called up. Uh, heavy Machinery. Uh, so, like, you, mm -hmm. I could totally see Vince bringing them up before it happens. Just because Umberto and Garza are not really uh, connecting the way that they should be. Luckily, Dominic uh, is... Yeah, but that's because he has his dad, though. And Santos Escobar, uh, out of out of all of the native Mexican wrestlers and employed by WWE, he speaks the best English. Mm -hmm. uh, disregarding his wrestling, just based on that, like they should they should be doing something with yeah. him. Yeah, I, I can see that sooner than later on the main roster. I can I can definitely see that, but yeah, I mean I still want that image of Legado do Fantasma raising all the belts in the air. I just think it would be a good visual, just because they have that kind of you know you know grandiose kind of uh, you know uh, you know aura about aesthetic. them, the aesthetic yeah. about them, and it would make and it would just I honestly think the North American title would look so good around Escobar's waist. It would just look really nice. But anyway, that being said, let's uh, move on to our next match. Unless you have any other final comments, Tim. No, oh, I'm good. All right, let's go. Up next, we had... What's up? Martinez Mer against Zia Lee. Yes. I really liked that they were going all the way back to the first May Young Classic where Mercedes mm -hmm. Martinez tapped Zia Lee out. And yeah, Zia Lee came out know. tonight mm -hmm. looking amazing. Mm -hmm. Those hair extensions were fantastic. Uh, this is exactly what you would expect out of both women. I mean, strikes, suplexes. You know, Mercedes Martinez is one tough and rough woman. So is Zia Lee, and that's what we got. Um, Zia Lee uh, ended up winning uh, with a very beautiful, kind of like an enziguri, uh, yeah. There was also a nice uh, royal butterfly by Mercedes Martinez beforehand. Boa tried to get involved, but uh, Mercedes thwarted that. But yeah, ultimately, Zaya won. And then afterwards, they wanted to end Mercedes' career with the chair. Mercedes turned that around. And then, what happens? And then the... I forgot the, the person's name on the chair. It's like something ye, something like that. I keep forgetting. I, I yeah, literally yeah. just tweeted about that. Well, they're saying, they're saying two different things. Like, yeah, they're saying Tian Sha. 
Yanshaw is is the entity above all of it, and the person in the sitting there is something else. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I forgot their name. I dude, I literally just tweeted about them like not too long ago, and I freaking forgot their name. But, um, but yeah, like I think. It's just hold on. I have, to, I have to say this. See, I have to see. Mei Ying, Mei Ying. Sorry, I had to look it up real quick. But yeah, Mei Ying, she or he uh, was con- confronted um, Martinez and you know basically force choked her and threw her across the entrance. I I'm not gonna lie. I didn't. I wasn't really feeling that. I honestly think it would have been just fine if Zia Lee just took the victory and they disappeared in smoke. If they wanted to continue the feud, that's fine. Let them attack. Let uh, Martinez attack Zia Lee after a match or something. But I didn't need to see all this. Uh, that's just my opinion. I think I feel like it just um, cheapened the well, victory a little bit. It took away from Zaya's victory because it's like, oh, you know, uh, she was able to, you know, uh, kick her ass in the ring, but then now she uh, is not able to finish the job. You know. I agree. I agree about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did take away from Zaylee's victory, but yeah, that's uh, my wife. Dude. Guess, you don't right, do that. I guess this whole thing is not just about Zaylee. It's a, it's about yeah, that whole story, and I kind of thought it was fucking cool because like I love B comedy horror movies, and I like like my favorite movies, Big Trouble in Little China, and whenever this whole thing started, like the vignettes and everything, like a year ago. I was totally into it. Oh and yeah. Seeing seeing that character actually get up and move and everything, it has me very interested. And uh, I wonder like who that actually is. Also, the reason it may have happened is because uh, uh, that fucking the model who was in WWE got signed back. What's her name? Oh, Eva Marie? Yes. It is rumored that when she comes on the TV, either Piper Niven or Mercedes Martinez, or both of them, will be uh, in a bodyguard-like role. So. And I guess it's better than Retribution. (laughs) uh, uh, I don't know. I just remembered what that was. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, but yeah, overall it was the match itself was still pretty good because these are two fantastic athletes and they their styles are extremely compatible in the ring. So, I mean, good stuff from both of these ladies, but still um yeah, I, I, I mean, I get the whole like Big Trouble in Little China, but see, here's the thing with Big Trouble in Little China. That movie it doesn't take itself so seriously. It understands that it's a cheesy, stupid action movie. You know, and I'm not saying it in a bad way. I'm just saying. But the Tian Sha bits, they take it so seriously, and so injecting comedy into it just—I felt it was kind of jarring. Just, just, just me. But you know, uh, it is what it is. Like uh, we'll see where this no, goes. I, I definitely see where you're coming from. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, but we'll see where this goes. Hopefully. You know, we'll see what's going on. Um, yeah, I mean, if Martinez is going to be even Marie's bodyguard, huh, whatever. I, I don't know how I feel about that, but, you know. <laughs> hey, 
as long as she's happy, she's making money and stuff. There you go. Yeah. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that's true. Okay. But anyway, um, this next match was actually the match that I was looking forward to most on this card. Yeah. And um, the reason why is because Cameron Grimes, the character, has been fantastic mm-hmm. ever since Trevor Lee signed to WWE. Uh, prior to that, everywhere he went, they didn't really know what to do with him. He was always a great worker. Uh, L.A. Knight, similar deal. He was in FCW. They let him go. He went to TNA. He made a name for himself. And he went down to NWA. Always a great worker. Had the mic skills. Uh, the, the mic skills came to Cameron whenever he came to WWE. I felt like this was a very good matchup, and the entire idea around it, everything, all all the building towards it, like, you know, uh, he got, Grimes got rich off of Dogecoin or Bitcoin or whatever. What was the GameStop and then then Dogecoin? Yeah, and then Ted DiBiase is introduced in, and now he's obsessed with Ted DiBiase, and then LA Knight is a uh, you know, a rich guy, and, you know, he likes to look good, he likes to have all the nice stuff, and all that was perfect, and DiBiase saying that this isn't just about money, it's about being the best worker in between those ropes, it's true, uh, if you listen to any podcasts or interviews or anything like that with any uh, of the old-timers, they everybody praises Ted DiBiase as a wrestler, and, um, so I really like that both of those things were were part of this story, and it made sense with both competitors in in the story. Um, the match was a little too long. Okay. In my, in my opinion, um, but there were there were spots there that made me forget that I thought it was taking too. Um, they yeah. utilized the ladders very well. Uh, like I was mentioned earlier about the flipping, Trevor Lee jumping off of that uh, apparatus uh, was fantastic. Um, his that move he does, like the the moon salt power slam, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It just these guys put on a hell of a show. Um, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's all good. Yeah, but, and also this match was uh, also for the million dollar title, which is in a toy, which is apparently now the toy version because that shit looks so freaking small. Um, but, uh, first of all, hey, we got a, we got a, some, someone named Jake Kearns saying, hello, watching TakeOver now, just wanted to show support. So thank you, Jake Kearns, for the support. Love you, man. Anyway, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it's John from Armbar Audio, so in case you didn't know. But uh, what was I saying? Yes, so for the million-dollar title, um, yeah, but I do agree with you, Tim. The the whole – everything building up to this was really, really fun, and, you know, it was just it was just cool stuff, you know. Um, I think uh, – I think – I think uh, personally, I feel like Cameron Grimes should have won just so he could have gotten his, his comeuppance. Uh, 100%. Yeah. This whole thing has made people more invested in Cameron Grimes than he ever has been. Mm-hmm. They ever have been. And 
last week when they did the promo in the ring, all three of them. Yeah. Uh, he cut. He cut one of the best promos I've heard in in like a year or so, you know, and 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 the crowd was getting behind him, mm-hmm. and we even heard it in this match, you know, they were chanting for him, chanting against LA Knight. But on the other side, DiBiase is one of the best heels of all time. Are you gonna put that? That legacy in the hands of a face. Is I don't know if he's a face. Is he is he even a face? It's starting to feel like it. I mean it's he's like he's a tweener like for sure. Yeah. I don't know if the feud's over. Probably not. And if it is, Grimes needs to be he needs something. And they he need does. to do something. I mean, you know, Grimes in kayfabe does have a lot of money, so he can easily just buy it off of uh, uh, L.A. Knight if he wanted to. But, you know, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, We're I don't know. Is... Up, make another one. That would be hilarious. That, yes, that would be crazy. He made the billion-dollar Yeah. I, and I want, no, I want that, and I want uh, Cameron Grimes' – like, you see, like, that picture – of Cameron Grimes holding the money and, you know, with that big old grin. I want that, and I want it to spin, like the John Cena spinner belt. That would be the funniest shit ever, and I would be, I would laugh my ass off if that happened. No, um, but it was a good match. I loved one spot where uh, Cameron Grimes was about to hit LA Knight in the balls with a ladder, and he dodged out of the way and hit a cutter on the freaking like not even on the rungs of the ladder on like the side of the ladder that looked absolutely painful but i loved it um i like the big gold ladder that that la not not la night crimes brought in that was cool but yeah finally your winner and new million dollar champion is la night or l a night as he likes to do um, you know, I'm 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 kind of warming up to it. I mean, I'm used to the Eli Drake thing, but I'm I'm kind of actually warming up to the LA Knight. It's definitely just old wine in a new bottle, and I I'm all for it because the Eli Drake character, like you said, uh, being developed in Impact and and NWA, is a really good character, and I'm glad that they brought it into NXT uh, with not, them not changing too much except for really the name. So. Yeah. That's uh, that's that's a good thing. So good good job WWE, I, I guess. And even though I wanted Grimes to win, mm-hmm. uh, whoever had won this match, I would have been happy because yeah, I, sure. I'm a fan of both of them. Yeah, it's just like Grimes has been working his ass off, and he he has been he's been a great character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he should be doing he should be holding something. At, at, you sure. know, I don't know. You know. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind if he goes back in contention for the North American title again. That would, that would be cool. Bronson reverse Cameron Grimes for the North American title. That would be a good match. Um, I mean, yeah. we've seen it before, but now that the stakes are higher, it could be uh, a good Where match. Or you put him in a triple threat with Santos and Escobar, and that's how Escobar gets the title. And then Grimes beats Escobar eventually. That would be good. I could see that too. That could that could be nice. Or him versus uh, 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 Swerve. That would be nice too. Just yeah, everything I like there. I like what they're doing with Swerve. Yeah, I, I, I like it a lot. Yeah, he's basically a SoundCloud rapper, and I love it. <laughs> but anyway, 
So, with that, uh, ready to move on to the next match? All right, let's do it. Yep. Battle of the Texans. Um, we had Raquel Gonzalez, the NXT Women's Champion, taking on Ember Moon. Um, you know, I've honestly felt like in the past with TakeOvers, they've kind of had the women's matches as like the cool-down match. But this wasn't it because it started off hot from the beginning and just continued to deliver from there. Um, yes. Yeah, go ahead, Tim. No, I, I agree. Saying yes. Okay. So, uh, yeah. But if you want me to talk, I'll talk. Please. please uh, talk. This is your channel. Ember Moon is one of my favorite female wrestlers of all time. Same. And her against someone like Raquel is a great matchup because Raquel, you know, she's she's like a, she's the female version of Diesel. She's yeah. the female version of Kevin Nash with maybe a bit more athleticism. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really like how she presents herself with the title around on her back because her back is very uh, uh, ripped, I guess. Yeah, she got and, that demon back. And it showcases, you know, how how, how sizable she is. It's, a, it's an interesting way to, uh, a different way to uh, present yourself as champion um i do like that raquel was able to catch the uh uh ember off the top the first time she came with the double knees she caught her i i liked ember moon's tenacity and and she wouldn't give up and at one point she did hit those knees and she hit the eclipse and i said those long legs are, gonna, are are too close to the ropes. And, of course, Dakota Kai must have heard me because she threw her, Raquel's leg up on there. And uh, and then I was like, fuck. Yeah, and then Shotzi came and, out and uh, chased and out. Finally, yes, my woman, yeah. Shotzi, comes out and, and gets Dakota Kai out of there. But we all know Ember's already had her chance. Raquel's got this in the bag. Yeah. She, uh... She hits that awesome one-armed power bump, but like the transition into it was fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. The woman is strong as fuck. And whenever I saw Shotzi come out, I was like, "That's it," you know. That's I. I've been wanting Shotzi to get the title. So if, if since we've been talking about who's next and all that stuff, you are I'm gonna say that. right now after Raquel has a couple more defenses, Shotzi should be the one taking it off. I would but, love to see uh, Yeah, this this is a good feud. And by the way, throughout the show and last week on NXT, we saw we saw um, so many instances where wrestlers were fighting each other and had to be held back. And before the main event, we saw all four of these women having to be held back. And during this show, we saw the people in the main event. William Regal, what are you going to do, man? Because uh, I think people are going to start calling your uh, calling your uh, title into question. Yeah, and we're going to talk about, we'll talk about William Regal towards the end. But yeah, I think overall, what a great, great match. I think both of these women are absolutely fantastic. Uh, 
Raquel, like I said, she's got that demon back a la Yujiro Hanma from Baki. And, uh, you know, it's it's uh, just really cool to see how, like I, like you said, how she presents herself. I think it's been, because we've seen people, you know, uh, flex their biceps or pump their, you know, pectoral muscles and whatnot. But, you know, we never saw someone flex their back. That's That's pretty cool. But the thing is, see, that's just like her entrance. She doesn't make it about you know oh look at my big strong back she is she has some character she actually is pretty good on the mic um i don't know if at some point we're gonna get a feud between dakota and raquel because you know raquel even though raquel was the was kind of like the kind of always in the background while dakota was in the front now that raquel has the women's title she is slowly, uh, Dakota is slowly fading towards the back, and she's, it's going to be, it's almost going to be like um, Raquel just completely, you know, encompasses her, literally and figuratively, so, you know, we could Maybe see eclipse. her. Eclipse, well, no, that's Ember Moon, that's Ember Moon, only she can eclipse people. Uh, no, but completely just, you know, overshadowed by, uh, you know, Raquel Gonzalez and her dominant title reign, and you know, eventually she'll be like, well, it's because of me that you're famous ever and now I'm, you're ungrateful and I'm going to kill you and or I'm going to kick your ass or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, that could be a feud at some point. And then we can transition to a feud between her and Shotzi, Raquel and Shotzi. And there may be perhaps Shotzi will take the belt off of Gonzalez. Um, but overall, I, I dug this match. Good, good stuff right here. And um Looking forward to see what's in the future for Amber Moon. Hopefully, it's still in NXT and not on Raw and SmackDown. Um, anyway, with that being said, we're going to move on to the main event of this pay-per-view. And that was for the NXT title, the NXT champion, Karrion Cross versus Cool Kyle O'Reilly. Versus the Bruiserweight Pete Dunne versus Johnny Nickname versus Adam Cole Baby in a fatal five way for the NXT Championship. Uh, first of all, I don't know who uh, Johnny Gargano was cosplaying as. It looked almost like he was Shawn Michaels. Who? Shawn Michaels. They even said it. Oh, he was cosplaying Shawn Michaels. Okay. So I, I yes. Okay, I thought he was. I'm so used to him cosplaying as as Marvel characters. I'm like, which Marvel character is this? But then again, yeah, Shawn Michaels. Oh wait, Shawn Michaels in a Marvel comic. Wow, that would be interesting. Anyway, um, but yeah, this was Pete Dunne was wearing white and blue as an homage to the England's football team that is doing well. I I don't know. Wayne Barrett said it. I don't watch. I don't watch soccer. I'm sorry. Neither do I. But yeah. I was listening to the commentary. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly. I'm not. I'm sorry, man, but I like Kyle O'Reilly a lot. But his theme music is just gotten so generic. What? Pete Dunne's theme music sucks too. What it the does. Fuck? Why did they yeah. change it? Yeah, that one sucks too. It's terrible. It's generic. Same with Kyle O'Reilly's music. Generic yeah. as shit. Colds is okay. Um, Cross and Gargano are the two people with the best theme songs from these five men. That's kind of sad because, like you said, it could have been three with if they didn't freaking change Pete Dunne's theme. I, I I don't know. Unless they're going to add vocals to it in the in the future. 
I don't know what to think. But anyway, despite that, this match started off hot and pretty much didn't let up throughout the entirety of it. And that was fucking awesome. It was awesome. I loved it. Uh, I loved... I liked, I liked the sto- multiple Go stories going on with Cole O'Reilly. and O'Reilly, but also uh, the guy that crossed it and a face in O'Reilly. O'Reilly was the first person to put cross down. Yeah. Uh, I liked... Um, I liked how Cole inserted himself into this match. Uh, Cole is undoubtedly the best wrestler on NXT. Uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. Um, but um, I loved at the beginning, uh, Cross has started wearing this gladiator like piece like around his waist, and it's perfect. I like because it. Because he. Is he is a fucking gladiator? Yeah, he well, he, all he's five been doing of them that. Down. He's been doing that since the previous takeover that he, the match he had with, with Finn Balor. So yeah, and it's great. And, and I love it's it. Great, dude. It, it's so good. It fits him perfectly. Um, I loved how Gargano was. Gargano was super creative in this match. Like you'd forget he was there, and then he'd do a spot that you didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, at one point, O'Reilly was sitting in the corner. He put Cole in a tree of woe, and then yes. he lawn darted. That was done into all of them. And just started uh, kicking the shit point, out of Adam he Cole. He did the slingshot spear as O'Reilly was holding up Cole for like a uh, either in a submission or in a suplex or something. Um, we saw Cole and O'Reilly work together and power bomb cross onto the the, the table. We also saw Dunn and Gargano push him through the door mm-hmm. of the set. That was great. That was great. Uh, and at, at each of these points, we got to see the four smaller guys just put on a fucking show. Oh, yeah. There was even a point where there was a hope spot, especially for Pete Dunn, where he hit he hit the bitter end on Karrion Cross. Yeah. And, that- then, and then after Cross kicked out, Cross was going for the uh, straight jacket, yeah. and he fucking broke his finger. He snapped his fingers, and he was going to go for the bitter end again or, or something like that, but Gargano jumped in and hit a DDT. Mm-hmm. Well, go, uh, yeah, go ahead. I was marking out, dude. Oh, yeah. I was marking out. Going back a little bit, I loved uh, you know how when Cole inserted himself into the match, he attacked O'Reilly, he attacked Gargano, he attacked Pete Dunne. And all three of those men got their, you know, he got his comeuppance courtesy of all three of those men. That was also really, really good. Um, I liked how, I do wish that Cole and uh, uh, Gargano drew on their on their past history just a little bit more. But that's that's neither here nor there, in, in my opinion. I thought it, it would have been cool, but it is what it is. Uh, I liked how Karrion Cross was specifically targeting Adam Cole. Uh, throughout multiple points in this match because he was the one who actually like you know confronted him in the end and like so now and under his yeah skin. yeah and I loved uh, the when he uh, attacked I-, I loved how he just cross went on a tear and basically you know it was suplex city for all four of the other men and he hit the suplex on Adam Cole and he went that was awesome <laughs> that was hilarious yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I think he hit a double one with Cole and either Gargano and O'Reilly. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think so. I think so. Yeah, you're right. I know that Gargano did try to do a double Gargano escape, which was really good on Cole and Dunn. Uh, And that's when, of course, um, I think Kyle O'Reilly broke it up. And uh, then we finally had the the Doomsday Divisor, the straitjacket, whatever, being applied on O'Reilly. And O'Reilly passed out. And. But O'Reilly. O'Reilly had. Cole in a double heel hook, mm-hmm. and yes, just yes. as Cole was gonna t- tap, Cross came to put the straight jacket on Kyle. Kyle started losing strength in his arms. Cole rolled away like an idiot instead of, you know, trying to kick Cross or something. Mm-hmm. And Cross put Kyle to sleep. And it begs the question. Cross asked. Or a fatal five way, which is very dumb because you do not have to be pinned or submitted to lose your title. He was in there with four of the best guys that NXT, NXT UK, 205 Live, whatever, has, and he won. Who, who will be the only thing that I could think of, Sid, mm-hmm. is. If they put the two NXT main titles together, the UK and the if they do a uh, unification, collide, you know. that's the only way I could see Cross lose because that right now in the NXT landscape, yes, I may have said Cole is the best all around performer wrestler, but right now nobody is holding a candle to Cross. No. And if you can't beat him in a five-way where you have other people helping you or, or where you could take advantage of not having to beat him, you aren't going to beat him one-on-one. No, not at all. I mean, I could see definitely, yeah, like Volter versus Cross. That would be great. I think that's that's the match that we really need to see. And yeah, like a unification, I that could be cool. Or there are rumors going on right now about a certain NXT superstar coming back who well, WWE superstar who got fired and apparently he's coming back to NXT um, I mean a, a certain Samoan who loves to shit on shit in Nakamura's cereal for some reason <laughs> uh, Samoa Joe Samoa Joe I would love to see. Uh, confront Karrion Cross and just take him to his absolute limit. Uh, and also Samoa yes. Joe, I mean, he's a big guy, but he's also really short. So, but so if he he can apply that, I've seen, and we've seen him do this to like even Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and many other people. He climbs on top of them and hits that clutch and just holds it in for days. I would love to see that image of him just, you know, trying to just having Cross just. Get on one knee, then on both knees, and you know, trying to power out of that, that would be great. Um, if so, if Samoa Joe is coming back to WWE, put him in NXT, give him a feud with Karrion Cross. That's one thing right that. Away. That's right away. Because you have nobody else that can. No. Nope. No. I mean, Cole, possibly, because he's very cunning. Mm hmm. Yes, he's a, he's a jackal. Anyway, 
Um, but after this, after this, we saw uh, William Regal walking out of the door from his office, and whoever I think Sarah McKenzie, whatever her name is, she asked what she thought about what he thought about NXT Takeover in your house, and he said, you know, through all this, it's been seven years since I became GM. And I've never in encountered such pandemonium. So I think it's time for a change. And he just walks off. What could that mean, Tim? What do you think that means? Maybe Samoa Joe has been rumored. Maybe Samoa Joe has been rumored to be at the Performance Center. Not for just a wrestling role. Mm. Maybe Samoa Joe is coming to take over Regal's job. Uh, you know, I, I could see that, but then again, I, mean, I don't know if 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 he's manager. Uh, yeah, I guess he can, he can get physical. Yeah, because I mean, Kurt Angle's done it, so that could be something. Um, I think that's like or the, like or like Regal's change is bringing back Samoa Joe and being like, I I want you to make sure that these fuckers keep everything in order. I need you to be my, my warden, basically. Yeah, you're in for, well, or the constable of NXT, except don't make him shave his head and put on a suit and eventually like he works at TGI Fridays? Yeah. No, we don't need that. Yeah. Or, or he wants to, or he's just really eager to park my car in the valet. Anyway. Um, but okay, yeah. so, yeah. With that, wherever you are in the world, whether it's morning, noon, night, you have a great peace, love to all of you. Sid, bring it in. Bang! Boom! Yeah.